Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. I absolutely love research. Now, don't get this confused with the word researching, which is completely different. I love reading research that has already been completed and completely soaking it up, the work that other people have done so that I can learn, right? And one of the people that have really done that uh, two great links. And I say people, um, not just a person, but is the company Gallup. Uh, Gallup does research on a plethora of topics, but one of them that I, I, I will go to, uh, and read at links is anything they put out that relates to their strengths finder 2.0. Now I have talked about this in length on the podcast, interviewing coaches and also just having it as a topic that kind of weaves in just about anything uh, that we discuss because it is something that I think is crucial uh, for all business owners and, you know, to be honest, all humans to be able to understand their strengths and those around them. Doterra has also taken a very strong focus on this topic, making it a a highlight of many of their events to the point of giving us the code uh, to get our strengths and find out our strengths and also uh, bringing in people from Gallup uh, to be able to talk on uh, this specific topic. So I have uh, invested in just about every single book uh, that is on strengths from uh, Marriage One to Leadership, just the basic StrengthsFinder 2.0 book. And one that I highly advise anyone to uh, grab up. It's a really short read, although it looks like a thick book. It's, it's really actually short because the end of the book is, is detailing out um, each individual strength. And so it's not needing to be read through uh, straight, but the first part of the book is really, really great. Um, Strength-based leadership by Tom Roth and Barry Conchi, I think is his last name. And the, the tagline uh, for this uh, book is great leaders, teams, and why people follow. And so I wanted to dive in a little bit on the why they follow. So some of the research that they did was to find out what are the four basic needs of a follower? What do they need basically in order to follow you? What do we need from people that we want to follow? Now, one of the suggestions that they covered in this book was for you to write down three, four, five great qualities, uh, really actually good qualities of a leader that comes to mind. Now, on purpose, they said great, because if they just said qualities of a leader, uh, some people will highlight, and actually a lot of people will highlight people that aren't so positive, uh, aren't such great <laughs> leaders, right? On a positive note, um, you know, 
I'm sure there's people that you can think of that aren't so positive. Right. And so their focus was, Hey, who are some, what are some positive characteristics of leaders that you follow? Right. So the four that they came up with that they heard over and over and over and over again in their research, when they, when they, uh, you know, ask people these, this question, what are some of your needs, right? Kind of pulling it out from them is uh, they, they were able to put a lot of what people said into these four words. So it may not have been this exact word, but something pretty similar um, that could be thrown into the same bucket. So those four things are trust, compassion, stability, and hope. I know I didn't mention this at the very beginning of this episode, but I would say that this is a pencil and paper episode, not so much a multitasking one. So if you're listening while you're driving uh, or doing laundry or whatever it is, it may be a good idea to jump over to a different podcast uh, episode. Don't change podcasts, just a different episode with Tina uh, and listen in there. But this is a pen to paper because what I want is to unpack each one of these these words, uh, these actions, these things, uh, and really highlight what it is that we could do in our own businesses and our own leadership to be able to uh, emulate, to be able to really soak up these four words and make sure that we're checking the box on these things and we're not falling short. Because honestly, if Gallup said so, I believe them that these are the four things that people really need to uh, not only hit the follow button online, but really look to you as a leader in their life. So uh, number one is trust. And the question is, do you keep your promises? So this might be a time that you want to just hit that little pause button and do some reflecting. Uh, but the truth is you are bond. You die keeping your promises. If you send the message, your word is not worth much. You'll be paid back on that. I think that's a pretty crazy statement, right? But it's so true. If you send the message that your word is not worth much, you'll be paid back on that. You know, doing what you say you will do is definitely something that leaders do. If you find yourself not doing what you say you're going to do, you probably need to reflect on what it is you're saying yes to, right? And and why you're not doing the things you said you were going to do. I have been there. I have had a, definitely a few come to Jesus moments. Uh, you know, there was a time in my life that I was canceling meetings or moving them around a lot. And I watched the business relationships around me suffer. And I honestly didn't know what to do in that moment besides clear my schedule a bit more and make sure that I was actually you know, doing what I, having more buffer, right. Around the things that I was doing and actually only putting things on the calendar that I actually wanted to do. <laughs> um, and, and, and this was something really simple for me, but if I have afternoon meetings, I generally don't feel like having them. Um, and so by the time I get to the, you know, later afternoon, I'm like, shoot, why did I schedule this at this time? And now I'm like, well, if you did it, you got to do it, not move it around, not change it. Right. Just make sure it actually happens. Um, but now when something, you know, is on my calendar, I work really hard to make sure it stays there or if it needs to switch. I want to make sure it's convenient for the other person and I give them a timely manner on it. So for example, uh, today I have a little bit of a deadline to get 
a few podcasts on and I had a meeting this afternoon. And so I reached out to the person and said, Hey, would it be convenient for you to move just by, you know, 30 minutes or 45 minutes? If not totally cool, we can keep our time. Right. So, you know, is it best if I didn't have to do that at all? For sure. Do things come up sometimes where it is more convenient or it needs to happen? Yes. But I made sure to say, Hey, if it's not convenient for you, let's not do it. Right. And a lot of times people are like, totally fine. You know, yep, that doesn't work or no, that's way better for me. Right. Um, but really communicating with that. So do you keep your promises? And, you know, this one is huge. I think trust in all relationships is a big deal, but specifically, I think, you know, we can say for leadership is a really, really big deal. The next one is compassion. So here's my question for you on this is, can you put yourself in their shoes? Can you now might be time to hit the little pause button again and to reflect on this and to journal a little bit on times that maybe you have done this are times that maybe you haven't. Now this can one, this one can feel like it can bite you a bit <laughs> because you know, it may it may make you feel like maybe you're too soft and think leaders aren't soft um, or they can't be or else they'll get walked all over. Have you ever told yourself that? I definitely have. But honestly, in the end, if you are able to have compassion uh, with people, it helps people trust you. And obviously it helps people know that you care. Now, there are going to be instances, right, where someone will take advantage of this uh, if you are too compassionate about things and, you know, that that can happen, right, with your kids or with your employees or with whoever, Um, but with the right people, it is absolutely needed in leadership. Over the years of managing people, I have totally had my fair share of, you know, people getting migraines or boyfriend breakups or or family issues or deaths in the family or there, you know, reasons why work wasn't completed. Right. And, and there have been times where, yes, it is really frustrating, right? There's times that it is, um, let down the client on the other end or the person on the other end. But in the end, I have really worked hard to make sure that I understand what that person's going through, have that compassion, uh, so that, you know, they do trust me as a leader and then they know that I've got their back. Um, I definitely had, uh, I had one employee, uh, that she got migraines quite a bit and other people in the office were just so annoyed. They were like, really? She's out again. Da da da. And, you know, I, I would have to share with them like, yep, I totally get it. I totally get that you're frustrated. Uh, but we can't change this for her. And if this is a headache or you think maybe it's something different, obviously there's something going on, um, where she isn't feeling up to standards to be here right now. It took me a little while to get to that point. You can bet that there were times that I was just really frustrated. Um, but that employee, that specific employee came back to me many times and thanked me so much for, um, honoring her request of either not working that day or taking a light load. And she was one of the hardest workers on our team. And so, you know, having that compassion, uh, although it can be hard sometimes it is worth it. Now I've had something more recently happen in my doTERRA business where I was running like really full speed for a goal and how goals work in doTERRA. A lot of times is, you know, you're kind of 
um, and I suppose this is for anywhere, but I just, I think that it's, it's worth sharing is that, you know, to hit a new level in our company, it's gradual uh, growth, uh, but the month that you're doing it has to happen there in that 30 days or 31 days or 28 days or whatever. So I'd happen to be running for this specific goal. Everybody was on board. Everybody was really excited. And one of my leaders broke up with her boyfriend. And, you know, I'm very far removed from boyfriend breakups. And so I've got to pull up a lot of compassion, but I can, right. I can go back to that spot to be like, oh, I get it. I totally know, um, you know, how this feels. And I guess even if I didn't, I could kind of connect with her a little bit to know like how hurt she is and how much, how tough this is. And I had to release my goal. Um, could I have done it without her? No, I really couldn't have in this, in this instance, I had to have her all on board and I knew that it wouldn't be healthy for her to push forward with how she felt and that we would probably fall short of the goal. And then what would have happened if she would have felt burnt out or not loved. And it, it just simply wouldn't have been good for my team. And so I believe as hard as it can be to really step into these things, you know, trust and compassion, um, it is worth it in the end. The third one is stability. The question I want you to ask yourself, are things changing all the time in your world? Are they changing all the time? Have you had people tell you that they just can't even keep up with all the different things? Um, We have definitely had that happen within our doTERRA team. It's really easy to chase, you know, this rabbit over here and that rabbit over here and this thing over here and this idea here. And, and from one event that we learn about one thing, and then we learn something about another thing. And then before you know it, the whole entire business feels different. One of those instances is uh, we have a lot of, not a lot, but we have a weekly team meeting and sometimes we've had two and sometimes we've had three and they're all based on, you know, different things or topics And, you know, we'll start doing them and then we'll pull them back or we'll have a program that we'll put out there and then we'll pull it back. And so one idea to kind of push through this, because it happens, right? You get ideas and you want to follow them and see how they work is to go into a little bit more of a beta mode on things and let people know, Hey, we're going to just do this for a few months, see how it goes. And then we're going to reevaluate all of us and not just me based on my thoughts or feelings, but all of us. So we can really really come together and see, is this working for you anymore? Um, or is this something that we need to change? So stability is huge and you can take that however you wish within your own business. Um, for, for me, I feel like it's what training path do we have people on and, and how are they connecting with us? And does that feel stable? If it does, they as followers are going to feel stronger within their leadership, right? Um, you as their leader. The last one is hope. The question I want you to ask yourself is, are you sharing your vision? And if you don't have a vision, it's really hard for people to follow you because they have no idea uh, where you're going. Now, I'm sure most of you drive on roads and I want you to just picture this, that you are behind a semi and you can't see around them. I don't know about you, but I find that really frustrating, especially when you don't know where you're going, because it's hard to see the road signs in front of you. 
or to see the next turn or exit or whatever it may be. And so it is really nice when you have navigation, right? That you can see and you know what those next steps are, even though you might be following someone, it is so helpful, right? Oh, you're going to turn in 0.3 miles or whatever it is, right? Having that navigation is so incredibly helpful. That's like having a vision and sharing your vision with your leaders, with the people around you. You know, the last couple of years have been really interesting for everybody personally, professionally, finding our way, whether it's good or bad, it's just been different. And within my own business, within doTERRA, it has stayed pretty steady and we've seen, you know, a little bit of like probably a pretty insane growth right at the very beginning of, um, COVID. And then over the last couple of years, it stayed just, it stayed pretty steady. And some people have seen their businesses drop. Well, when we went to an event, just, you know, week to week or two ago, doTERRA shared with us their vision. And most more specifically, um, one of our main executives, uh, founders, and she got up, her name is Emily Wright. And she got up and just shared the vision that she had, uh, for the future of doTERRA and how we will play a part in it. And every one of my leaders that either watched virtually or were there in person felt incredibly inspired when they left this event. And I know why it wasn't different than any other event we've been to with doTERRA. What was different about it though, is that it's been a while since we've been in person. It's been a while since we felt that connection. And it was so incredible because we got to feel and see the hearts of the founders and hear their vision for what's to come and their idea of what we will do in this market. Uh, of health and wellness, uh, their, their, uh, hope and their goal and, uh, their plan is to triple our impact by 2030. And now they have a couple thousand of us or more, those of that were listening virtually sharing that vision in turn, giving them hope for their business and their future. It's huge. So I want you just to reflect on these trust, compassion, stability, and hope. And if you don't yet have your core values written out for your business or your family, these four attributes would be a great place to start for you to start sketching out what it is you want to put into your life, into your leadership, and into your business on a regular basis. Like I said, I have had to look at all four of these areas in my business and know, although some have been a challenge at different times, that anytime I have actually stepped into it and really embraced one of these qualities, that my business and my life has always been better. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I would absolutely love to carry on the conversation with you over on the gram. You can find me at Tina Pettis anywhere online. And I would absolutely love for you to share a review. Spotify now has a new way for you to share a review. And of course, so does Apple. 
I love reading what you guys have to say about the podcast. And so do other people. It helps them know, is this podcast for them? Cause it's not for everybody and that's okay. We will see you back here tomorrow for one more episode of Tina talks 90 days in a row. We are ending on April 9th. And then from then on, you'll hear from me twice a week. I know, I know it's not quite as much, uh, but you will have enough content uh, to listen to in that time frame. So I hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk soon. Bye.